You see us recording on your side? Yeah, it says REC at the top right. All right. That works for me. That works for me. Let's see here. We've been off uh, a long seven days. Seven days. Man, I missed it. Yeah. Anything special in the last seven days? I missed it, man. Um, just baseball practice. These kids is kicking my tail. These kids kicking oh. my tail, man. Well, it's good practice, as they say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know. One day. Good practice, my boy. But, yeah, yeah. Um, other than that, I mean, you know, life has just been <sighs> – life is good. You know what I'm saying? Giuseppe, Giuseppe, went from the hoop to the Chevy, went from the Chevy to Lamb, now this was call me the man, went from no hope to broke joke to million dollar man, now this was call me the man, now this was call me the man. Yeah, life is good. <laughs> Still ain't paid my good. taxes. Too turned up, man. Still ain't paid my taxes. Too turned up. Too turned up. But hey, as we continue to say... If you've been here long enough, you already know where I'm going with it. You know what's coming. Everybody know? Anybody know? Well, fuck it. Let's do this shit. Let's do this shit. No disrespect. No disrespect to the politically correct. But we need that extra seasoning. If it's worth doing, it's worth overdoing, man. Just going to sprinkle it, baby. Man, I miss saying that. God damn, it was a long seven days. Like, <laughs> I've, I've been saying it. Like, you, you walk around the house saying it or whatever. But, like, just recording yourself saying it is just... It's different. Welcome back. It hits different, as the Welcome children back. say. It hits different. But hey, man, it's episode 11 of the Extra Seasoning Podcast. Welcome back. I am the radical liberal Steve, here with my boy DJ The Audio File. Um, to, you know, this week, we're going to give y'all a little something different. Um, a little bit of the same, a little bit of new. Because um, we're going to call this the musings of music, you know? So, uh Again, let's start with giving some flowers. We do this every week. If you don't like it, you can fast forward. I'm sorry. Got the but uh, you do have the option. I want to start. I'm going to make it a little somber for y'all. I'm sorry. But, again, this is my guy at this point, and I just want to uh, send some love his way to my boy Trey ABN. Uh, lost his niece. Um, mm-hmm. If you didn't know, um, Lyric Chanel. Uh, I think they, I think they had a service today, actually. I think so. Um, but I mean, I know it's tough. You never, never want to lose a child, um, in any, you know, relation to you. But I uh, just want to send some love their way, and you know, may God get you through. Yeah, definitely. But let's, you know, I don't want to stick there. I know, I know, y'all don't like that. I people tell us all the time, you know, it's a little. But hey, I ain't gonna stick there. But you know. Uh, any flowers you want to give? I got like three, so I, if you you know got something, I'll let you get out the way, and then I get out the way. Man, for once, I um I don't really I don't really have anything. I, I, I what? Just really, I know. I I just really want to appreciate everybody right now because um <laughs> there's a lot there's a lot going on, especially in the city of Atlanta. There's a lot going on in right. the world, um, right. and I just appreciate everybody for you know kind of thinking, ha- having the same mindset right now. Um, 
we're not going to, you know, dive too deep into, you know, what happened, but, you know, rest in peace to, you know, the, the victims, but the, the stop Asian hate thing, I'm a hundred percent behind, but we also on the other side, we have to say stop white supremacy. So, I see, you know, I'm so glad you said that. Cause again, this is not the platform today. Maybe big I will, up. my flowers you know, were to the people who are, who are, you know, still on the ground, my flowers are to the people who are still fighting. Um, but yeah, keep going. Keep going. Yeah. Keep going. And, you know, <laughs> just don't stop. But yeah, to this 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 ain't the episode we was going to dissect that on. <laughs> That's coming, though. That's coming. Good Lord. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, I, you Listen, I get into the flowers that, that I do have. Go uh, ahead, man. I, I want to say, I want to say we appreciate Kamala and Joe for finally sticking to their guns and getting us some help a little bit. Money bag Joe. Money bag Joe, I appreciate you for sticking to your guns, getting the amount that you kind of said you wanted. It is what it is. Right. 1400 $1, better than nothing. Um, not going to really congratulate anybody for doing their job, but we appreciate y'all. Um, you know, so let's work on let's work on student loans next. Let's do that. You know. <laughs> I was a <laughs> I was on Facebook. <laughs> I was on Facebook earlier and I seen somebody say it feels good waking up in the morning um, and being debt free because I'm not going to pay my student loans back. No, that's facts. <laughs> that's, that, no, that's facts. I'm Listen, I, I don't care if I got to take one class for every whatever, every quarter or whatever for the rest of my life. Just not going to do it. I'm not getting that back. Just I'm not, not getting that it back. It. I appreciate it. It's cool though, man. I appreciate um, it. But seriously though, some some real flowers. Uh, black and minority farmers, um, I, you know, it's the thing about black and minority farmers. So I, I had to, you know, they're resilient and innovative and, and stuff like that. But I think black and minority farmers are very forgiving because they had a lot of stuff stolen from them, like hmm. since the dawn of damn time, you know? Yeah. Um, I, I, I think you you got to keep going like i mean you finally getting you finally getting a, a younger generation interested in farming and stuff like that but i mean that's our roots and yeah. um even though everybody you know is not necessarily uh you may not be well versed in into farming and stuff like that but i mean you if you know a black farmer you see a black farmer just just big up them cuz um farm one farming is hard work and in if you don't have a um a certain size of farm anyway like it's hard to it's hard to get help to do a lot of this mm -hmm. stuff like you can you can go in the hole just you know trying to break even as far as getting out quotas and different things like that but black farmers uh minority farmers just keep doing what you're doing keep trucking they got money coming for y'all soon um you know as i've seen so just yeah. keep going we appreciate y'all uh, yeah the free fridge systems man i know you know about those there's a lot mm -hmm. going on in atlanta Mm -hmm. Um, again, government ain't really helping you. Food banks drying up. Um, plus, I mean, you got like a lot of situations where you got some discrimination in certain situations when you talk about going to certain food banks. I people not gonna say that, but they do. Like the some of the some of the food that they stick in some of your cars probably a little bit different. Yeah, um, and I mean the homeless thing is a problem in Atlanta, especially. They're not trying to fix it any real way that they could mm -hmm. um, so if the, if the government don't got you you gotta have each other 
you know. Yeah, definitely. So, definitely, a little good I, goes a long way, man. I do appreciate. I do appreciate that. Exactly. I, I I like that. So, but other than that, I don't think I had anything else. Um, that's I, those are just what? flowers. That was a bouquet, man. Because yeah, know, the black you know, yeah the black and minority farmers they they go you know super unnoticed and underappreciated. Um, and then of course the the free food fridges. So yeah, bouquets, man, not flowers. <laughs> but I ain't, I ain't gonna stay too uh too too deep into the flowers. We're gonna do it every week. If you know somebody who needs some flowers and we missing out, man, let us know. Let you know, leave a comment uh or anything. DM or do whatever. Let us know. But you know the the music man himself. Uh, I'm I'm gonna let you kick this off from the father of your league. You know? Yeah. Well, um, being that this is the first episode of our music series, um, it's going to be a little heavy. It's going to be a little heavy because we got a lot of stuff to talk about, um, but we're still going to have fun. Of course. Still going to have fun with this. I do want to start this off by saying all disrespect to the politically correct. <laughs> all disrespect on this one because uh, there was a lot, there was a lot that was um, taken and then rebranded as, you know, different things. Uh, to first this thing, day. To, the, to this day. <laughs> to this day. <laughs> oh, <boy>. <laughs> But now, nah, um, first thing, you know, Jimi Hendrix, uh, Little Richard, Chuck Berry, all of them being, you know, pioneers in rock and roll and then having, you know, the, the, uh, the other side, you know, just come in and take it. Elvis had a whole album called King of Rock and Roll. Mm-hmm. Ah, yeah. it's, it's, some of that just don't sit right with me. Like it's one thing to pay homage, uh, especially like with what a lot of these you know white rappers are doing mm-hmm. uh, with the whole pioneer thing, saying, "Oh no, I, I know I wouldn't be here without." And of course, Eminem was you know one of the pioneers of, of hip hop, so of course they're gonna follow after him. But it, they'll they'll always shout out you know Biggie Pop, you know the the people who actually got this shit running, mm-hmm. but. It's different in rock and roll because it's like, oh no, I hear what you're saying, but we ain't on that. This is mine. I did rock and roll, rock and roll. I created this, and it's like, nah, you didn't, you didn't. (laughs) So, you know, just take a step back on that because um, there were actual sounds that that started rock and roll, right? And then to have it remixed and stepped on so many times to where it's you know, unrecognizable from the original product. This is not right. It's not fair. And it's I not mean, only go ahead. No, I mean it's 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 also if you like I I'm listening to what you're saying and I saw that note um you know about you know little Richard and so that video mm-hmm. that you sent me the other day he was talking about um talking about how Elvis had more sales on you know on uh on like Tutti Fruity and you know whatever mm-hmm. else. But if you look at like those days the level of accountability just was never going to be there just because of the time period. So it's kind of like you, you would have to figure out what you could do to make that shit, um, not really, uh, reproducible. Like, yeah. You, it, it, like if your shit is simple, somebody, somebody white going to take it and, and run with it. Yeah. Because nobody would hold it. Like anybody's going to hold them accountable. We know that. So right. in an age, as much as we hate social media now, it's a whole lot of checks and balances with this shit. Like even down to the simple shit, like they were, and it's not like she said she started it, but Kim Kardashian had the Opal grill 
or whatever. And Smino, she was like, that's Cap. <laughs> that's Cap. But, but even still, like like I said, not like she said that she, and I mean, mm-hmm. Erica Badu, Erica Badu, she, she joined the chat, you know? Yeah. Like, hey, you know, you know, we've been doing this, uh, you know, since early 2020. But the thing is, again, not that she said she started it, but it's a whole lot of checks and balances, like, uh, with, with the social media. If social media was around in the 60s, I mean, I, I, I see a lot of folks called out. It, definitely. A lot of folks called out on it. But it's only it was only appropriate, like you said, for accountability because mm-hmm. um, you know, if we if if record if these big record labels can slide, you know, someone a record who, you know, they want to get behind, such as right. Elvis or the Beatles, that, you know, one of us may have written, they're gonna do that because, you know, that keeps the rich you know, that keeps money in their pockets. Mm-hmm. Makes the rich richer. And, you know, it's just kind of like stepping on the little guy. But 2021, we got social media. So anything that comes out, you know, we got receipts on who was the first person now. We got, you know, we can go back and do research and say, oh, no, um, Uzi was the first one to stick a rock in his forehead. So when somebody <laughs> else does it. <laughs> when somebody else does it and, and they be like, oh, yeah, innovative. Like, nah, <laughs> Uzi did that in 2021. Got them little vision vert. Got them <laughs> little vision vert, man. I'm trying to tell you, but um, yeah, I and and you know just the whole rock and roll thing just kind of kicks in, you know, to the next point that I had to talk about, which was you know record labels handing out goodie bags as deals and saying take it or leave it, because it's just like at this point they know that they can kind of take advantage of you know lesser known people because they want to get big. They want to get bubbling. They want to get a buzz behind them. And it's just like, all right, so we're going to push you, but, you know, you're going to make pennies on the dollar because that's our, that's, this is our brainchild. The thing about those people who take those deals, though, like, it's, at this point, a record label is, I ain't no musician, but a record label is pointless if you, to me. Unnecessary. Be- because as much as these people are grinding and, I got to be in the studio every day. I have to, uh, you know what I'm saying? I got to get these songs out. I got to do this and that. I got to get these posts out on social media. Like, if you're grinding that hard, I mean, it's, it doesn't hurt to have money behind you, but damn, read the paperwork. Because at, right. <laughs> at this point, what can they truly do for you outside? Like, we ain't booking tours right now. Um, ain't no show. Like, you can get hella back in on these shows if you're booking your own shows right now. Thanks. I don't see the point. I mean, the pandemic, if it's going to kill any industry, you would think it would be, um, you know, these record labels because right. you're like, dude, I, anything you can do, I can truly do this shit. Plus you more in tune with the people and what they actually want. There's no reason for you not to be able to do this shit on your own. Right. And then also um, speaking on the whole point of we're not booking shows, you still got streaming services like, you know, Spotify who does their whole little thing in Times Square every week to who like the artist of the week is week is and stuff like that. Um, so it's, it's different ways to get, you know, pushed Apple music does the, they have their own curated playlist every Friday when new music drops, like you don't necessarily need these big labels anymore. Um, it's cool to say, Oh yeah, I'm signed to Def Jam. It's cool to say I'm, I'm signed to whoever, but at the end of the day, you sign to them and that's where your money's going. Nice. So, you know, so I had a question. That. I had a question about that because yeah. so we we praise 
um, you know, financially sound musicians and mm-hmm. financially sound artists and stuff like that. But I, I get to that question in a second. The main question I had to that point though was, um, like, what what about business? Do we not understand at this point? Like, I mean, I know it. Like, a lot of people had a homeboy being a manager and. They might have their mama signing their paperwork and whatever. But you look at some of this stuff, like, what don't you understand about business going in? Like, what do you think people don't understand about business going into it? Because it seems like some people be quick to pull that family shit and that big bro shit. You'd be like, oh, that's just big bro. Be like, yeah, big bro don't got your best interest, though. Like, Facts. You, you think some people just, are they playing it? They, you know, not playing it close enough to the vest? Or are they, you know, letting too many people in? Or like, what right. you know, what you think it is? I, I honestly don't know because I feel like at this point in 2021, we know really everything as, as far as the music business goes. We know about, you know, 360 deals. We know about, you know, the, the whole album. You owe me this many albums. We own your masters. I feel like we know everything as far as that goes. Uh, so what we don't know, it, it's still a mystery, basically. But again, you don't necessarily need a label behind you because you got a lot of people have iPhones in their pockets. You can record mm-hmm. on your phone. You can mix master and distribute on your phone. Like you can do all of that stuff from your phone. So, yeah. you know, you don't necessarily need, you know, a big backing unless you just want to get an immediate push. If you don't want to just wait your turn and you want, you know, DJ drama to get behind you on generation next, by all means, go that way. Go that way. Yeah, but I mean, you don't need and, that. And a lot of people don't want to wait their turn. Because, I mean, like, if you look at it, was listening to, uh, we listened to Young Blue today. Uh, and I knew about his music uh, from, what, like 2016, 17, something like that. Mm-hmm. Like, he he been putting out a long, you know, list of tracks and, you mm-hmm. know, projects and stuff like that. And, bro, just now, really national like that, you know? Yeah. But that don't mean that he wasn't paid. Yeah. That's what a lot of people don't understand. Like, you just now hearing them, you think these people, because you just not hearing them, they just getting money. You're like, but this man didn't have money. Right. You just not, not you just not getting a Drake feature. This is, that, that's that's <laughs> like, like Russ, man. Russ, Russ did, he hey. did um a song a week. I think it was 2018. He did a song per week. It was 52 songs that he put out in 2018. And he mixed mastered recorded all this stuff by himself right and he pocketed all that money and since he's been independent he said he's made over 10 million in like three or four years i believe 10 it. mil 10 mil by himself and it's of course his. it was yeah and it's, and it's his money like you 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 can't you don't have to pay anybody if you're doing everything by yourself so right. and of course like he'll he'll have a feature every now and then but if everything is in house that money stays in the house that money goes to, you know, better your equipment. That money goes to, you know, strengthen your team and stuff like that because you don't have to pay, you know, a publisher. You don't have to pay a lawyer. You don't have to pay anybody else. So don't don't um, don't um forget to read that black and white. If you're going to sign a deal, read the black and white because you don't want to end up, you know, in Anita Baker's situation right now. I hate it for her. Yeah, I hate it for her, man. We listening to some stuff today and I'm like turn that shit off it's like fuck I forgot I'm like listen I'm trying not to contribute but I mean hey yeah. 
I I got the vinyl, so I'm good. You got the vinyl. You got the vinyl. No, got I got it on. No I got free, it on. Uh, <laughs> ain't no free spins right there. <laughs> I ain't got to miss not a nail beat, man. Not a not a nail beat. Not a nail nutter. Tell him that on. <laughs> you don't know not a nail nutter. I don't know what it means, but it sound good. It sound good. Oh boy. But yeah, so she she um and I guess just to like, you know, dive into her situation a little bit, her um she's she's outlived her contract and the right. label didn't expect, you know, her to outlive you the know, contract. You just I was gonna say you just said some shit right there, bro. Like that's a I, that's some cryptic shit. But at the same time, like how many of these contracts, like you look at these backroom shits, they probably talk about me like, um, fuck it, we getting the contract anyway, because hell, they may, you know what I'm saying, motherfucker might get killed or whatever. Like it's right crazy to crazy to think of, but it does not it wouldn't surprise me if that was right. a conversation. Like Yeah. I mean, cause listen, like again, people seem like they have your best interest at heart. We like shit, we can make plenty of money out this nigga. And uh Fuck it, the car got shot up. We we hate it for you, but I I put your funeral together, and then I'm gonna keep these masters and keep releasing shit against your family's will and everything else. So, and I'm gonna keep banking on it. Yeah, and and that right. that shit sucks. That that's the that's does. the evil. That's the evil of the industry. Like that's the side that you know doesn't get talked about as much mm-hmm. because it's um it's not really you know on these artists' mind at the at that point in time. Yeah, because you never think you know. And you never, you know, it's, it's just, it's part of, that's, that's a, a pitfall that we have, I should say, um, yeah. in this community. Uh, you never think, you don't like to talk about it. And yeah. so it just, it doesn't come up. You're like, shit, I'm going to make my money and me and my family going to be straight. And, you know, that's it, which is all well and good. Uh, but I would that, like to see something in there about what would happen in case I'm no longer here. You know, I want to know what, what are y'all going to do with this stuff? Right. That kind of makes me wonder, um, I guess now about what pops, uh, what his contract Man, looked like. I was, I, I was gonna go there, but I was like, I didn't know if you wanted to talk about that because I'm like, I that was that was the main reason I said that because, yeah. you know, young making money, you out of you out of whatever city you out of, East Coast, West Coast, don't matter because he was on the West Coast when he died. So right, you know, shit happens. It's not about people like because people go home all the time and they get into shit be somewhere maybe they shouldn't be anymore mm-hmm. and whatever but you know no folks can't look at him where he was so right um but again i guess what i'm trying to say is what why do you why do we applaud financially sound people like jay-z and i mean even with kendrick i don't know what kendrick do but he ain't don't ever seem to be in no money issues you know with his label oh. uh but you i mean you applaud financially sound figures in mm-hmm. entertainment but for some reason, we can't seem to mirror any of the actions. Um, I guess because we feel like they they have like a, a step up, even though Jay Z started out in Marcy, you know, selling dope. Right. He just you know happened to put a song together, and he got out. But I like mean, we we just we just don't feel like oh it could happen to us. I see that. It can. I see that. That shit can. And, and and it's very possible. It's just one of those you have to get up and get out of your own way type situations. You gotta, you know, step out of that comfort zone and do what they did. If you saw 
Because there have been plenty of, you know, well-made or, 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 you know, millionaires who have like broadcast their, their process. So from start to beginning, I mean, start to end, this is like, you know what they did, you know what they're doing and you know where it's going to end up. Jay-Z had all kinds of investments that he made when he got in, he took money, he, you know, started uh, labels, he started clothing lines, he, he dabbled in alcohol, he dabbled in clubs. Like he he threw noodles up against the wall to see if they stuck. <laughs> right. He threw noodles up against the wall to see if his spaghetti noodles was done. And then it was done. So that's that's why I feel like, you know, we don't necessarily feel like we can do it is because we don't want to step out of that comfort zone. We don't want to be like, I, I guess I can do it and just go do it. That's true. I mean, I get, I get a lot of, uh, so maybe I think that, I think it will be true on the, uh, lower income side. Right. Mm -hmm. But that, that middle, that middle income, like, you know, the, the 50s, 60s to, you know, 110, 120s, like you may not be well off, but you semi comfortable. And a lot of people still, um, for some reason you just, willy nilly with your with your money and shit like it's it's plenty of ways you can invest and i'm not talking like bitcoin or anything but i mean you could open an ira you could you know sink some money into a few different places and mm -hmm. we, we don't do that like it's cool it it sounds good we talk about what we're gonna do with our money and uh you know where we could put it and you know what we can do with it to make it make more money but a lot of times we just don't we just be chilling and i think it's i think it's also because it's a microwave society like yeah. we want to see like immediate return. Okay. We don't we I, don't want to wait. I that. Yeah, we, we we ain't trying to wait and see, you know, it grow over such and such years. Like we don't care about that. We want an immediate return. So if I give you if if I give you ten thousand right now and you say you're gonna go head on and, and triple that by, you know, if if it's uh middle March now, you say you're gonna triple it by July, by fourth of July. We want that like immediately. I ain't that trying to sounds, sound like you scamming if you making if you tripling your money by <laughs> July. Hey, you got some yeah, credit card yeah. swipers for you. It, it, illicit gains, man. Hey. <laughs> illicit gains, but I mean that's 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 what it is though. We don't we don't have the patience. It's a very microwave society that we happen to be a part of, and everything has to be right then and there. Everything has to be immediate, and we just don't have the time nor the patience you know, to, to sit and let money actually do its thing. I, I, you know what? I actually agree with that. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if I really have anything to rebut as far as that. Cause like, I mean, I'm, I'm good with, uh, I'm good with holding out for certain stuff, but if you're talking about a certain amount of money, I will give you that. If we talking anything 3000 and down, I could probably wait. But if I'm like, if I'm dropping big money in the shit, I need a quick return. Cause it may, I need to see it. Usually that's saved over a good amount of time. You're like, listen, if I sink that kind of money in some shit, I need six months and down to mm -hmm. to have a return on that investment. Yeah, so I I agree with that. Yeah, definitely because it's uh it's it's it's, it's just different. It's different now than it was then. Back then, you know, you could sit on money and have no issue sitting on it. But right. these days, everything has to be right now. And if it ain't right now, I ain't trying to be a part of it. So 
And yeah, I, I think I, I think he was able to benefit it. from that. Yeah, you got you know stuff is inflated now and everything is, but some of some of this inflation is bullshit, and I know that because yeah. inflation inflation will be fine if I'm getting I'm getting less. Like say you have your box of fries and same size box of fries, I'm just getting less fries. You mm-hmm. giving me less fries and a smaller box and telling me it's the same deal. I'm like, okay, maybe I, I think that's a little bullshit at the same right. time. That's like it's like McDonald's, man. McDonald's give yeah. you a medium, a medium fry uh thing and then the, a large fry, and you can stick the large fries right. in the medium fry holder. Like, yeah, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, dude, you giving me less food and a smaller package. You're like, listen, for the same price, that's not inflation. Hell that's out my face. Cap- that's right. just capitalism, bro. Yeah. Uh you know, but what about the uh cultural awakening? I, that's more this is more of it's more of my speed with the, with the the you know sociology of, of this yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, basically, what I did was I chose a few a few songs, and I just listened to them over and over until mm-hmm. you know they they spoke to me, and it was it was different, uh, especially during the time because I had this whole this whole idea, you know to do this back in February for Black History Month and everything. And it just came to fruition now. But, um, you know, back in February, these songs hit differently. And then now they're also hitting different, of course, with, you know, what's going on with, um, you know, Asian Americans and Pacific Islanders. And, of course, like I said, that's a different conversation. We'll, we'll dive into that. But um, I just I just didn't necessarily like the the fact that you know, you had specific artists who were targeted to be silenced. You had artists right. like N.W.A. Um, for obvious reasons. You had artists like um, Two Live Crew. You got YG with FDT, Billy <laughs> Holiday. <laughs> FDT was a movement. FDT was more than a song. Yeah. It was it was a movement because um, it was played at you know not only like democratic rallies and stuff where we were just sitting in the parking lot playing the song. It was also played at Republican rallies by us, obviously, because, you know, we, we, we were just tired of the, um, the hatred, hatred being spewed all across the nation. So it was time for a change with that. But, um, they even did it to Billie Holiday, man. Of course. Lady Holiday, uh, with strange fruit song. She didn't even write. She just performed it, right? But um, they they tried to silence her because of what the song stood for. And when it says "strange fruit hanging from the poplar tree," it was us. Mm-hmm. That was right. That was black people, right? That, that's some strange fruit. And if you go back listen to the song, the song is extremely deep. Um, and it it'll, it'll definitely tug at you, but it's um. It's just hard. It's just hard having, you know, our voices for people who have, you know, tried to speak up for us just silenced and having whole songs erased from, you know, the Internet. And it's just different. And I just I just want to get to a point where free speech is actually free. Well, it depends on who's speaking. Depends on who's speaking. Depends on who's speaking because depends on who's speaking. Forty five can say whatever he want to say, right? 
but you know you can't you can't reply with whatever you want to say. Well, I mean, sometimes that's why not all situations, but some situations is good to meet people where they at because that's a situation where one song may be silent, but hell, you add a little add a little bop to it, make that shit sound good, niggas start dancing. They don't realize what they're dancing to because you know, you like you hey. talking about with. You talking about with well, this is America, niggas doing all kind of choreography to this is America, and yes. like, you are dancing to a very deep song, a very deep song. But that is the genius. That is again, that is the genius of Childish Gambino, um, because that song is a um, the thing about that song. It, as far as for me, I like the song with the video and everything else because what he did was just kind of shitted on exactly where people were with rap at the time like if you look at how yeah. he switched the flows the dancing um like he had that he had that migos flow with the with the ad libs and shit like yeah. that but yeah. but it sounded good you don't get me wrong it was funny as hell but it sounded good i was like see it's crazy when you can um just you know just put some music out and you making fun of these niggas like he was on some weird al and, and I mean, and turn out to have like you know a Grammy nominated type song being Grammy, funny, Grammy winning him no, and no, Young exactly. Thug, yeah, Thug got a Thug got a Grammy off of that. Like being funny and like this is again, this is why people say you know recording Academy and shit like that is a joke because it was a joke song. Yeah, and yeah, won very much so. So. Exactly, but very much so. <laughs> but I mean, the, the the song, like you said, was extremely deep. But it was it was one of those songs that didn't take itself too seriously. Not at all. While being deep, which is really hard to do. But um, you know, Childish Gambino, being Childish Gambino, is gonna figure a way out to do that. Of course. So um, yeah, that was that was definitely one of the songs that I had. But I think. <laughs> There's another song right here that I got. Kendrick Lamar is all right. I think we should, you know, start a petition to change the Negro national anthem. Good, good luck. I think we should start a petition to change the Negro national anthem because that song it hits on a spiritual level. It's not. It's not just a, a rap song. It's a damn. All this shit happening to us, but that's a song. That's a song you could, you could, you could mosh pit, and be crying at the same time. Like at you the really same could time, be, you could be jumping with your niggas, and tears be coming down your face. <laughs> like, oh, it's, it's, it's one of those. Yeah, definitely because it was. It's like, damn! All right, this happened, but just like the last time this happened, we gonna be all right. Like we we didn't we didn't seen this before. Um. We already know what these people do. They gonna, you know, try and take advantage of us. They gonna try and kill us. We gonna be all right. We gonna be all right. The song had so much, like, pain in it. Like, you can hear the pain. I'm at the preachers, though. My knee's getting weak and my gun might blow, but we gonna be all right. Right. I'm at the preachers, though. Crazy. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. Kendrick Lamar has a way with his words. I think so. Uh, it, it, it like, with Kendrick, it was like it seemed like nobody. Um, as far as with that album, a lot of people didn't like it. 
because it was Kendrick. That that wasn't what he was, you know, what people were used to. It's like you start mm-hmm. off with Good Kid, Mad City, and it's like, all right. Um, you trying to get political this? on us? You know what I'm saying? Like, what is this? And it's something you gotta again proximity to revolution. You know that I, I just felt like that's what that was. Like you, mm-hmm. that's not what I'm here for. You know, right? I don't I don't care about this. I want some more swimming pools. That's what I want. I want some more swimming pools. Thank you. I want some more uh, backseat freestyle. I want that. I don't want all this um, Lucy and uh, Uncle Sam. And I don't, I, don't, I don't care about that. I don't want right. you to get political. I don't want you to wake up. I don't want you to try to empower your people. I want you to, you know, go back to the nigga shit, nigga shit, nigga, nigga, nigga shit. <laughs> That's what I want. And I'm like, you... You you so when I said proximity to revolution or lack thereof, it's more so what I mean. You can you can bob your head uh, if you're talking about killing folks and and doing perks and whatever else. Mm-hmm. Um, you do you understand it's just rhetoric or whatever. Right. Uh, you might not you might not choose you might not choose to participate in it or whatever else. But you know it's just something to bob your head till you get it. You know you're not gonna walk out here and start killing niggas. You, it just sounds good. You know what I'm saying? Right. But again, same thing with with Cole. You listen to Cole for certain reasons because of you know a message you're looking for. And if somebody just flipped that shit on you all of a sudden, you like, okay, what is this? And as you he, grow, you can come back and appreciate it later. But at the time, you're like, okay, this is bullshit. He did this shit with Kod. He did this shit with kids on drugs, killing our demons. Yeah. Uh, whatever, whatever, whatever acronym you got, that's that's what Kod was. I need to go back and check that out. That shit explored a lot. It explored greed. It explored envy. It explored depression, lust, all of that. And it just wasn't what people wanted to hear because they were expecting him to return to 2014 Forest Hills Drive. That was a period in his life. Yeah, man. That and was it's funny because I was not a J. Cole guy when he was doing, you know, um, Mr. Nice Watch and, and stuff like that. Like, I yeah. just, I, I wasn't. Because it didn't even seem like his bag, you know? Like, right. of course he can rap. And of course, we know you are Ivy League nigga and shit like that. But it just, it didn't fit, you know? Yeah. And it's like, as soon as he, you know, left all that Rock Nation deal, you know, type stuff, and he would just start doing his own thing, he started sounding like he really found himself. And I'm like, okay. It must be nice to be self-aware and in your bag. <laughs> right. Like, this is who you are. Right. This is this is what you've been all along, but you just, you know, I guess it was one of them things where you had to build a fan base, man. Like, you, you, you build a fan base, too. you get them behind you, and then you can do whatever you want to do at that point because, you know, you got your loyals. Right. That's possible then, too. I, I agree you, with that. You 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 have the avenue, you have the lane to go and experiment because that's essentially you know what a lot of these ex- experimental albums do. Lil Wayne did it, Kid Cudi did it, um, Speed and Bullet to Heaven, which was absolute garbage when I first listened to it. <laughs> I'm a, I, I named my dog after this man. I love Kid Cudi. I see. I I I, I, I didn't. I did not like that when it first came out. It was one of them you had had to grow on me. It had to grow on me, and you know now I kind of kind of enjoy it. Um, I got to be in that that headspace though. 
But um, yeah, to to kind of get back to um that that list of you know songs that I was talking about right here, I got the story of OJ. This is kind of like my content cons- uh, consumption section, also. That's cool. But, um, Talk that shit. The story of OJ was on here because we were just talking about Jay and how he came up. You know, he he does all these investments and stuff, and it's like all this shit don't matter because at the end of the day, I'm still a nigga. Right. I'm still a nigga. Like they look at me. I got you know. I got my locks growing out. I'm do. I got my Cam Newton going on. I'm I'm still a nigga to them. I just got more yeah. money than the next nigga. You know it's you know it's obligatory. You know where I'm going. Even if you're in a binge, you're still a nigga in a coop. You're still a nigga in a coop. I say that yeah. shit every episode. I'm not black. <laughs> I'm OJ. Right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what do you, what you expect? I'm hey. not black. I'm OJ. Had the, had the conversation about uh, Tiger Hood, you know? He was, yeah. he was on that. He was on that tip until he, yeah. again, not to not to make this not to make this anything, but what the story is. But it's kind of like, um, you know, you was all about that. I always fuck it up. I caught with I said Cabo collision whatever because I got that. I got that from Paul Mooney. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's why I said it. But he was whatever he said. He was like he's white and black and Asian and and some other shit. I'm like okay, you all of that shit. That's fine. And the minute you was in trouble. You was black. You was black. You was black. <laughs> when you was when you was you know cheating and you was you know getting your shit bashed in and everything else. You was always oh, an African American. Was he, a nigga. You know, he on some kind of drugs. He look high. He this. He that. Oh, it's Tiger Woods. Come on, bro. Stop that. Nah. Stop. Stop. I, <laughs> stop that. I don't know, man. That. That. Um. I. <sighs> Just goes to show, man. Don't matter your status. Barack Obama was the president. He was the leader of the free world, right? He still and he was, nigga. and they were still asking for his birth certificate because they believed that he wasn't American, like that the highest office in the land. Born in Kenya. Come on, bro. They thought that he was born in Kenya, man. Well, I That's mean, if why. it ain't if it ain't mainland fifty states, they don't think you American anyway. Because uh, yeah. it listen, Puerto Rico still ain't right. You know, which hey. is wild, which like, is hey, wild, still need help, which is and wild. That's been that's been how many years since that hurricane? Like five. Donald Trump went Come down on. and threw paper towels at them people and said, all right, dry Ball this water, up. dry this water up, man. Get to it. <laughs> like, <laughs> Where's my camera? Where's my camera? <laughs> he was out there shooting free throws of rolls of paper towels, man. Talk about go dry this water up. Bro, that didn't even look like a good paper towel, bro. They went down to <laughs> they went that down like, to Walmart and got the great value paper towels, bro. Man. That looked like them paper towels you steal from the cab at Fort Like <laughs> that wasn't even that shit they ain't gonna sop up nothing. They didn't even spring for the uh, the downy, man. They didn't even spring for the downy. We got too many paper towels to buy, and they not. We that the budget ain't that big. We got fifty six dollars we can spend on paper towels. We finna go buy fifty six rolls. Well, could have just could have just not put up the wall, but you know <laughs> that's too much. Like right, 
That's too much like right. That's too much like right, man. But I mean, um, again, that listen, I I take the shit off track every time, but I can't help it. The jokes, the jokes can't help it, man. I can't help it. Can't help it. The uh the last song that I got though, I want to talk about is "Fight the Power," obviously by mm-hmm. Public Enemy. Um, right. The eighties was big. You know, you had crack. You had Ronald Reagan. You had um, it was like on the on the cusp of you know police brutality and everything. Then of course a couple years after that we had Rodney King. Televised police brutality. Televised. <laughs> they beat this man on TV. That's wild. But um. Yeah, that was they, around the same time that um, it was it was a it was a lot. It, it was yeah. I ain't, I ain't even gonna mention it because I'm I take it off track. But again, yeah, go, go yeah, ahead. We gonna keep this train rolling. Don't worry about it. Keep going. <laughs> but yeah, man. Was, that, yeah. Go nah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Cause cause you keep mentioning it. Go ahead. Go ahead. Nah, no, 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 no. Because again, that's a, it. It refers to something that we talked about at the beginning of the episode, and that 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 a derail it. So I, I'll let you go. Alright. <laughs> Noted. Noted. But yeah, um, I feel like Public Enemy um was a very political group anyway. Uh regardless of, you know, Flavor Flav's issues or whatever. Um, Chuck D kind of kept it going. And, you know, of course they're reunited and everything now, back doing, you know, socially distanced shows. Um, but they they were a big voice in the I guess outcry of police brutality, the inequality, the drugs that were being dropped off in the in the ghettos. They were, you know, big proponents of just, you know, speaking out against wrong black people. And um if you go back and just listen to like more than just Fight the Power, those those songs, they touch on a lot. And Flavor Flav does a good job of kind of like adding some energy to it because you know if you just listening to chuck d just rap about uh last week a nigga got beat down by the police and you know nobody said anything flavor flavor come out with a year boy (laughs) 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 that that was the drugs then (laughs) right that's that's big facts that was the drugs then but yeah so um i just want to um kind of kind of encourage everybody to just go, you know, kind of listen to some music that is going to feed into you a little bit. Um, it doesn't necessarily have to be any of the songs that I, li- I listed here, but, you know, for every King Vaughn song, go kind of balance it out, you know, get some balance, get some perspective and uh, just kind of broaden that mind. If I wasn't so intact with my, with my with my other side of this, this social thing, I would have felt hit right there because I that my boy gonna mention Vaughn like I ain't no Vaughn stand, you know. What I'm saying? Oh no, no 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 because I was listening to um uh to to took it to the old earlier. I was listening to Twin them earlier on the way to baseball practice. Twin them indeed. Shout out to Liam James. Vaughn. Shout out to Liam James Cyprian. That's my. That, that boy right there is a Von Stan. <laughs> and, that, and that boy be that boy be too lit. That right that there. That boy be Liam. Yes, that one. That, that one that right one? there. Listen, that one be that dude, too, right? too lit. Two turn. I'm listening him, to anything. I'm letting him get on here. I ain't, I mean, I again, you had all the songs. 
and so I went through, you know, and I looked, um, just read through the notes, and I only little, you know, little spiel that I had. Um, one major point, I just feel like it's the whole, um, if you see it, you can be it thing, you know, like, mm-hmm. again, you have people talk about like sports stars and whatever else, but I feel like being a revolutionary got to be cool again. Yes, it does. Um, because again, the superstars were the community leaders, right? You know, people wanted to be pastors and people wanted to be deacons and People wanted to march in the streets, and no matter what the cause was, niggas were like, "Shit, we marching, nigga! All right, let me get me some sandwiches and <laughs> right. out here. like, you know what I'm saying? It was cool right. to be to be that. It was because that's all you saw. Like you saw black doctors and you saw black lawyers, and you know, you hell your daddy, even if he was working such and such amount of shifts, you wanted to do what he was doing. You didn't care about him entertaining because we didn't have a whole lot of entertainers. Right. Now, granted, it's cool that we broke into that industry and all that stuff like that but when you get you know when you get your community leaders and you get your superstars stolen from you um that's 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 the way it goes you don't want to do that because it's not a you to them you know to these children these people are rock stars and on the other side you got the same people they take them from you and they tell you that they troublemakers mm-hmm. and they this and that you like, okay well i don't want to grow up to be that i want to mm-hmm. do something i want to do something more palatable what's gonna what's gonna be cool what's gonna make them like me you right know? Goalposts got moved. Now you allowing another community to tell you what's good for you, what's cool, what's what's this, what's you know. Oh, you mm-hmm. can make money if you go do that. Go run the ball. Go do you know whatever else. And at this point, you're like, shit. This my ticket out. I'm not. I can't. I can't be no pastor and go to seminary school and make it out the hood. Be like, can't do it. You can't be. You can't always be worried about making it out the hood. Just make it. You know, like yeah. You, <laughs> like, that's that's just, wild. Just make it. Just, just just live, bro. Right. Seriously. Because too many people worrying about that next move. You got to be in that moment. Yeah. A lot of times you just got to be in that moment. Just just try to make it. You worrying about if I get out the hood, I can make this money and take care of this person. You got to you gotta get there, though. Definitely. Too many, people, too many people involved in bullshit half the time. Yeah. And um, that's, that's, that's big to what you said about... Um, them being stolen. I, I wanted to touch on that because yeah. that is a, that's a perfect way to kind of describe, yeah. you know, what happens because they, they're not just assassinated. Um, right. They're stolen because the work that they haven't done. So when, um when Martin Luther King was assassinated, he wasn't done. He wasn't finished at all. He wasn't finished. That, that work was just beginning. And if you think about, you know, had he not have been, on that balcony that day, what could have changed? Like, Any, what, what know, we would be right now? Because I'm looking, I'm like, okay, you have, you got old professors that you know, and, you know, old, uh, I mean, hell, you know, your, your older aunts and, and shit like that. And I'm like, dude, you sit there and think about it. You be thinking some of this stuff was so long ago. You like, okay, if they, if Fred Hampton wasn't killed, bro, it would just be like old Uncle Fred, you know, like. Right. Crazy. Right. You're looking at it you're like, bro, these people just barely younger than your grandparents. They not they say and the thing is people like to show you all these black and white pictures and all they'd be like, no, bro, this was this was right, you know. <laughs> this is like a few years ago. Bro, Fred so, Hampton was he was twenty one. And I think you should normalize showing color photos of black people. Especially if there are color photos of black like stop posting black and white pictures of shit because it, what, what that does 
that that allows you to treat it as like it's just this old history and shit like that. This stuff subconscious. is subconscious. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? This stuff has always been going on and it's it's fresh, you know. Yeah. Every year it's a it's that same black and white picture of Martin Luther King right. Jr. at the uh at the mall with his hand out like this, but it's just black and white. Even though that was not the my dad was born in sixty eight. My mama right. was born in sixty eight. Right. My mom was born in sixty five. Like it's that's, that's yesterday. Right. Like she's she's barely a grandmother. So let's not pretend like this is some you know, like this a hundred years ago. They had color photos then. Right. They when was making was, color movies. When she was then. a child, they had color photos. Right. So that is no reason that a grown man has no color photos. They was making color movies in the sixties. Indeed. So I yeah, that that's a very good point. Stop doing that. Hashtag stop the black and white pictures. Full uh, color me. Indeed. Full but color me. Again, I I don't think um I don't think messages have changed. Um I think the amount of work that we put in, the amount of work that is required of us has changed. Yeah. Um because if you if there's no work done, the the weight of the message is always different, you know? Yeah. Cause if you look at people back in the day, like you talking about people um just you know, marching, just participating. Even now, like after Trayvon Martin um had a march at Fort Valley, just being a part of that, it mm-hmm. make you feel like if if it give you a sense of direction, yeah, it it makes you feel like uh whether that's your purpose, political science, whatever else, um it, it makes you feel like you doing something with your voice, and that's big for some people. Like, yeah. you can't put you can't put stuff past that because this was like student organized marches, you know. Yes. And so it, it makes you feel like you doing something with yourself instead of just getting up and going to class and playing a game, or whatever, going to sleep, get back up. Like it, it gives you a reason to be out there. Right. And again, when there's no work being done, that message don't mean as much. You can you can say. Um, Black Lives Matter, or you want to, you know, stop Asian hate, whatever else. But if you just retweeting and you just posting hashtags, it it don't mean much to you. It's cool, but it don't mean much to you. You got to do the work. We say this almost every episode. You have to do the work. Like you, of course. It's 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 one thing to talk about it, but you know to actually see it through and put and that in motion. That's a note right there. We you know we've been allowed to live better to a certain extent, um, but the the work to maintain that is just not there. Yeah, like it it feels good to it, like you get a small victory in something and then we coasting. Right, You're like no, we gotta you know build momentum. Well, you were um you were speaking about the being you know a community leader. And it was different. It was separate then, you know, mm. to being an athlete, to being uh, an entertainer and stuff like that. But now that the entertainers and the athletes have to also carry the mantle of being, you know, the revolutionaries, like, how do you how do you feel about that? Because we see what happened to Colin Kaepernick. We mm. see what's happening to LeBron. We see, you know, all these things about what's happening with Serena every time she decides to speak or when Naomi Osaka wears her mask, you know, there's always, you know, questions asked about, well, 
why are you doing this and why are you doing that? How, how do you feel about these people who, you know, we look up to as far as athletes and entertainers um, and then just great thinkers having to carry that mantle of being social activists also? I think it's, I think it's a, uh, I think it's a situation where we should appreciate that we are seeing um, a train coming. Like the thing about LeBron if LeBron says it, we doing it. Look at the bubble, right? Yeah. We we going to finish the season. Oh, Big Bro said we going to finish the season. We going to finish the season. If LeBron, I won't say if he has an issue with it. If LeBron sees a reason to speak out, that gives people a pass. Like LeBron is that wall. Even to the point like look at Jordan. Jordan never spoke out and his thing was if I'm not, you know, um if I'm not well informed on something then oh, I can't really speak out and I don't want to donate to a cause where I'm not really sure about, mm-hmm. you know, what this, you know, who this candidate is and this and that. And it's fine. You know how people are. They support the black guy. I'm rooting for everybody black. And it, it ain't for everybody, especially when right. there's money involved, you know? Right. But even now looking at what LeBron is doing, keeping himself involved in the community and, uh, you know, keeping his ear to the streets, so to speak, um, that made it easier for Jordan in his old ass age. Now he's donating a hundred million dollars, you know, committing a hundred million dollars over ten years to you know certain social causes. You, we never thought we were gonna see that kind of shit out of Michael right. Jordan. Yeah, call him what you want to call him, whatever people call him. Um, but you never, you never thought you would see that shit out of Jordan. So I think one of these days LeBron's gonna be somebody's governor, and I can't wait. I'm moving to that state to vote. Got to. Because. Got to. I I never thought I would be this big of a LeBron guy. It's if like I, it's weird. If I have to move to Ohio, right? If that's where if that's where you know it's all said and done, and he's just like, all right, I'm gonna just run for the governor of Ohio. I I heard Ohio is nice this time of time of year. So I, I guess ballot ballot fraud, voter fraud, because I'm a. Uh, I don't know if I don't know if I'm living there. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I heard Ohio is nice this time of year. Unless, no Dave problem is, with it. Um, unless Dave is 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 uh, opening a hotel, an extended stay, I'm not living in Ohio. <laughs> so Dave Chappelle, if you're listening, so you, so so you can't do Ohio, but you would be fine with California though. No, you no California. So mm. if, so my, if California has to be the state of celebrity governors, mm-mm. you wouldn't do California. No, my late uncle, uh, Paul, he he lived in California for a long time out in Sacramento, but even he told me, don't bring my ass out there. He was wow. like, it's <laughs> like, don't do it. Wow. <laughs> so, okay. No, don't, don't, don't bring your ass out here, nephew. Don't okay. Come, don't come out here. It, it's, it's nice from time to time, but you, you don't want to live. Spend your money down there with taxes is better. <laughs> Heard. <laughs> <laughs> Heard. I got you, huh? All right. So no, it's. It's 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 not really a it's not really a anywhere LeBron decides to run for governor then it'll nah. just be if LeBron decided to run for governor in Georgia then that, I'm cool with that. Listen, I'm, if Stacy if Stacy can keep us from having our voter rights restricted, then I figure out how to vote for LeBron. I'm with it. <laughs> That's good enough for me. Come on, Stacy. That's good Come enough on, for me. <laughs> well, I mean, you you were talking about that point uh, about you know you know our public figures and. People speaking out, uh, do you feel like you got a responsibility? Because, I mean, you talked about LeBron. We talked about LeBron a lot. 
like you think it's a responsibility of any kind of artist and since we talk about music um any artist to uh i don't want to say speak out because i had speak out in the notes but that shit is canned as hell do you think it do you think they have a responsibility to at least participate in the conversation you know about everyday issues because a lot of people they i mean they hush hush like they talk all kind of shit and they show you doing everything else that they're doing but they don't they don't talk about it coming i won't say political but if it's just issues in general it don't matter what community it is but they just don't participate in any of the issues but they like taking your money i don't i don't see them having to you know label it as a responsibility because then it'll separate who's in it for the the actual art of music and then who's in it for the money or who's in it for the the actual art of the sport and then who's in it for the money because if you grew up in a community and you feel so you know i guess pressed to say something about anything that happens then you're gonna say it but if you just you know caring about your paycheck and you be like, well, you know, Massa ain't gonna, you know, care about me if I if I if I speak out on this. Massa might, you know, decide not to pay me this week. Then I mean, obviously you won't. And then at that point, you separate yourself from who we can trust and who we can't. Um, and it's crazy you said that because I was um I was listening to, you know, 21 Savage uh <laughs> the other day, and like 21 Savage. He he he'll give you you know some good shit to to ride to right, mm. but then a week later he'll go donate two hundred laptops to a school. Right. He'll go you know open up, um he'll he'll go donate this large amount of money to a school and show these kids how to open up checking accounts and how to you know manage their money. I mean. That's what I yeah. mean because he so you may not be. Because I, I feel like you do have a responsibility be, because, again, being a community leader is not cool in the traditional sense no more, right? He mm-hmm. is a community leader at this point because, again, he's teaching financial literacy and he's trying to keep, uh, you know, keep people connected, um, you know, with new computers and whatever else. I, I, that's, and that's what I mean when I say participate in your everyday issues. You see this shit. You ride past these people. Like, you, you see the little boys selling water and, and stuff like that. And they, what, for whatever reason, they doing it. They getting they out could, of hand. They, <laughs> <laughs> Them niggas is getting out of hand. Them niggas is riding on the side of cars down the street. Keisha get your little, get, get your little ass ran over. Keisha got to get it under control, man. <laughs> I know that's right. We're going to write her but, a letter. I, you know, I think it's, I think you do have a responsibility to participate because that could be your little brother, you know? Yeah, definitely. And there's no, and there's no reason for him to have and somebody else not have if you can help it, you know? Definitely. Not speaking to like, oh, on some socialism, just saying like, if there is a existing after school program and you got resources and you see that the city claiming they have no money to help out these, you know, after school programs, bro, you got, you tapped in with, you know, big bro at Coke. Like you got a, you got a Hennessy deal or you got this, like, why you don't talk to them and be like, hell, y'all need to pick up y'all philanthropy in this community. Coke is in Atlanta. This school needs, you know, they need computers or they need this and that. Like go do stuff like that. 
build a basketball court and you know name it after somebody name it after yourself but just build a basket do something do something i don't necessarily see where it's um i guess like yeah you would think that people would want to say yeah i've got this social responsibility but not everybody is going to pick up that mantle and that's the reason why i said that not everybody's going to want to say yeah well you know i'm going to donate my game checks going forward you know, to the United Negro College Fund. Sounds good, but not right. everybody is going to do that. So um, that's that's when you start to really appreciate the ones who are actually doing it. Because, yeah, that's that's real big when you play in collegiate sports. Like, you, you're mandated to do, you know, community service. Like, they, they make right. you go do that. But once you get to the professional level, that's on you. Like, that's your responsibility. That's... That's you feeling compelled to go do some to go do some work, and not separate yourself from what you were, you know, taught in college sports. That's true. So that's I mean, that's 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 why I said that. Like you would think that you would you would want people to you know go ahead and just continue on with what they were taught, but not everybody's going to do that. I mean, you're gonna have your, your Antonio Browns, <laughs> you're gonna have your ABs, you're gonna have. Um, uh, your 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 Santonios and all of them, the way they in the club shooting themselves in the leg. Nah, but you gonna have also your your Allen Iversons. You gonna have your uh, Lebrons. You gonna have your <laughs> your Michael Vicks because Michael Vick did change. Michael Vick did change. Michael Vick started getting nah, back. He, he he definitely did. He definitely did. So you you gonna have them. So I mean, that's that's. That was my reasoning behind, yeah, I mean, it sounds good. You would expect everyone to, but not everybody's going to do it. So that's why I can't hold everybody to that standard. That's true. I mean, you can't necessarily hold everybody to the standard. I think it's just a situation where you you benefit in too many, you benefit on too many different levels to not at least have, like, and I mean, you may not be able to, you know, you know, put your feet on the streets and, and get out there and help. But I think it's, I think my issue is where you, um, you have too many people who don't have an opinion. Like they talk shit about all kind of stuff, like mm-hmm. ignorant or otherwise, whatever they have to say, they have mm-hmm. an opinion on everything. And I just think because black people create so much of the culture, they be so involved in everything. Like black people are still in the streets, even when they take off and they, that's how they that's how they create the culture cuz i mean it's organic you know it's not like they're right. going out and saying hey what do you like let me write this down on shit let me go in the studio and try this you're like nah this was this was hot you know right. but i just feel like because you so tapped in um no opinion to me is still an opinion like you you don't have to be um you don't got to be all eloquent with the shit that you say but even something as simple as okay i don't know enough to speak on that but i just like say whatever the situation is, I don't know enough to speak on it, but you know, if ever I do get you know more um more in tune with what the situation is about, maybe I have something to say. Like something like that would mm-hmm. be fine. But just to right. sit, oh, I don't do that. I don't do that politics shit. I don't this. It'd be like, no, you black. You ain't no such thing as I don't do politics. You you political as hell. Right. Because the fact that just the fact that they got all these new like okay, we had Corona and people. Uh, call it what you want, a lot of minorities came out and voted, and now this man is out of office. You got all of these new bills coming down the pipeline. You political in nature, my nigga. Did you vote? Did you not vote? 
you you like politics. You do politics. So what I'm saying is just no opinion. Like, I don't got no opinion on that. But you can go all down their timeline all day. They talking shit about this, talking shit about this person, saying all kind right. of stuff. And the minute, the minute they say, hey, how you feel about, again, what's going on right now? How you feel about um you know the Asian women and whatever else being um being murdered at the spas and stuff? Oh, I don't do that politics and shit. I don't I don't, don't want to talk about that. You know what I'm saying? I I'm sad that happened, but I don't want to talk about that shit. Be like, bro, you got something to say about everything else? Everything else. Literally nobody saying you know nobody saying you got to use your platform to increase exposure, or whatever. But you can't even you can't even give a. Again, like I said, hey, I don't know a whole lot about the situation, but I'm very sorry that that happened. They, some, some people can't even do that. Right. But again, I mean, maybe we're expecting too much. I don't know. But I don't. I just don't think so. Yeah. When it's, when it's, when it's money involved, I don't think that's too much to ask. Right. I'll say I that. Mean, the check going to come regardless. Check going to come. Right. The check comes either way. So, I mean, might as well use your platform for good. And it's not hard. It's not. It's not like 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 we said. Twenty one Savage donated two hundred laptops, and you know teaches uh, students financial literacy. Like that's not hard to do. And you mentioned Savage. I think if anybody, the blueprint when it comes to like the younger guys, I think he is the blueprint. Like he ain't the most eloquent nigga, you know, (laughs) (laughs) at all. Damn all that British shit. He ain't the most eloquent nigga, man. Like he he ain't very. He's better than he was. He ain't the most polished nigga, man. Nah, he's not. But he gets his point across. He cares. And, you know? Yeah. He cares. So. And that's that's just what it boils down to because um it's just one of them things that is like, man, this this shit went talk to me, so I gotta make sure that I equip, you know, the generation coming under me. Since it wasn't taught to me, and I'm I'm right. learning it now. We're gonna learn this shit together. So I agree. I, I agree wholeheartedly. So any uh any man, music flowers to you, twenty one savage. Indeed. I was that's <laughs> I was I was getting to that music. I was, <laughs> see I got I got my Savage Mode two jersey back here. That shit took forever to come in. I'm listen, my nigga, I'm not gonna play with you no more with my with my merch. You said it took too again. took too long to come in. Yeah. Bro. Indeed. My boy finally this... got them WAP albums. This shit took too long to come Ooh. in. That shit mm. took too long to come in. Like, I mean, the the quality of the vinyl's good. Um, audio quality is still, you know, where it's supposed to be is still pretty good. But it did not have to take nine, ten months. Like, I could have had a baby That's in wild. that time. Could have had a, a whole baby in that time. That is wild. To ten freaking like, it's basically been all a quarantine. Yeah, facts. To where it just <laughs> just came in the mail this week. That's terrible. Get your shit together, Cardi, because you're gonna be trying to do this again. Yeah, because if she release any merch for up, I can't fuck with it. I'm can't sorry. do it. I listen to your song. I stream it on Apple Music. But if you're gonna ask me to buy some, I got to say the name, no, my brother. I'm gonna tell you right now. That's why I don't do New Year's resolutions. Because I said. I said no rapper merch, but uh, cacti is not no iced teas. So. I messed up on that. So you did get something hey, though. I did. Wow. Cacti is not no iced teas. Um, but I mean the the timeline is much better. So hey, 
Tom Hope. Much better, man. Well, I'm just going by what they said. We hope. I'm looking at timeline, but I mean, it, it was worth it though. I, I I probably uh I I try to throw a picture up on the uh on the YouTube video so y'all can yeah. see exactly what I'm talking about. Or I might just surprise y'all niggas. Um but since we since we moving into some merch and we and we, we talking that shit, uh any any black businesses that you got on hand? I got one. Go ahead. What's what's the, what's that when you trying to shout out? Uh my boy Step Back Swish. It's this guy out of Memphis. I think he worked for the Grizzlies, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. But he's a brother of Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated. Okay. So okay. uh I I throw I throw the link up to the website up here. Um I guess I'll show y'all what I picked up. Y'all niggas be getting too much of my info, man. But I'll I put that up there. I'll put it up there. Other than that, you already know. I'm shilling for the business as usual. I'm shilling for the business as usual. ExtraSeason.com is now open. But I took it down. I, I had it open for us to do like you know some traffic testing or whatever so it, it went it went cool so i took it down for a second i got a few things i want to change so that way when you go look at it i'll show it to you and you'll be like okay i think we get ready to go but other than that y'all be ready because by the time y'all hear this this shit's probably gonna be open just being honest just being honest. but i'm gonna be running a giveaway soon we'll have some details for y'all via the ig page again listen up right now via the ig page extra seasoning baby just you know i ain't spelling it for you because i ain't nobody teacher but <laughs> you grown <laughs> you grown the internet is free you feel me so go ahead just you know go in there check it out check out the rules share it with a friend or two or three whatever the rules say i don't know yet but uh go ahead and look if y'all uh for anybody who's on the YouTube, y'all will be able to check this out. Uh, you already seen it, but I put it up here. I don't know if you're gonna be able to see it in the camera. Mm. Y'all, that's, you, a, you that's a fly ass sticker. It's like, on man, the mic. Look, we're gonna be if if you on the YouTube, it's on oh, the yeah, mic. If you're on the YouTube, you'll see it. So now that's we a, that's a fly ass sticker, man. Man, listen, we got some. I'll be sending your uh sending the sending the package uh packaged up stickers yeah. and and they shit out soon. Yeah, man. Some of that take care. Shout out to Sweetie. <laughs> Ooh, take care. Oh, has begun. Yep. Damn. Is, my boy, uh, Emmett Smith Quavo fumbled that shit, dude. That's, yeah. Damn, nigga said Quavo was like, <laughs> I don't like how she caught me cheating. I don't like that shit. I can't trust her. <laughs> Y'all won. Y'all won. <laughs> Oh man! Cook that but, you shit know, up. We got got a little bit of merch for y'all guys. You know what I'm saying? But um, all in all, I, I I hope you guys like the the product. You know, so far I, I think we uh, I think we're doing pretty good, man. I don't know. Yeah, definitely. Most I'm definitely. Hoping, hoping for uh, hoping this YouTube increases the viewership. Hoping you guys are subscribing. Uh. And sharing with your with your friends. So, again, this has been the radical liberal Steve. And I don't know what you want to call yourself, bro. I don't know what your tag is. Big homie DJ. <laughs> big homie big, DJ. The big radical homie. liberal. The big homie and the radical liberal. <laughs> the big homie. Oh boy! Shout out to Warnock. Big but, bird. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, man, it's just 
the Extra Seasoning Podcast. This is episode 11, and uh, we appreciate y'all for checking with us. We'll be back with y'all next week, man. Giuseppe, Giuseppe, went from the hoop to the Chevy, went from the Chevy to Lamb, now this was coming to man, went from no hope to broke joke to million dollar man, now this was coming to man, now this was coming to man.